Cyclone Idai has affected more than it's 2 million people. Cyclone Idai has three million people. More than disaster is unfolding as waterborne diseases. Okay, these are coffins outside. There's more coffins and bodies inside. Lots of people suffering. Lots of misery. There is no water and there is no power infrastructure left here. People didn't stand a chance here. Welcome back to Potsdam Africa. It's your host, Akende Adeoli. And yes, we're well aware that it's been a little while since you've heard from us. And we've, of course, we've missed you. We've been working on new content for you guys and have been working on keeping abreast of all the things going on over the past few weeks. It's really been a fascinating past month. Um, lots of things happening, good and bad. And we'd like to highlight today with this episode, one of the major things that happened over the past month. This thing is Hurricane Idai. Um, it hit Mozambique, Malawi and Zimbabwe um, starting on March 14th. Uh, that's when it hits uh, Mozambique and uh, the, gen the cyclone itself um, that eventually generated into becoming a full-form hurricane uh, started generating uh, March 4th off the coast of Mozambique. Um, the first question to be asked, just getting straight to the facts, is how many people have been affected? Roughly 1.7 million people were in the path of the hurricane. Overall, the total time is up to about 3 million people affected. The number is roughly at about 1,000 people died dead. Um, the specific number I saw was just about 870 um, at the time. That was a couple of days ago. Um, in addition to the 1.7 million from Mozambique specifically, um, the World Food Program estimates that 920,000 people were affected in Malawi and 15,000 in Zimbabwe, and this was about a week ago. Um, the countries that are affected were uh, mostly in Southwest Africa. It hit off, hit off the coast of Mozambique first, and then Malawi and then Zimbabwe. Those are countries that are further inland than uh, Mozambique is. Next question is, how, how did it start? Like I said earlier, it landed, it started, it actually hit Mozambique um, the 14th and the 15th. Uh, the cyclone, like I said, was generating since March 4th. Um, like hurricanes and typhoons, a cyclone is a low-pressure circular storm system um, that has winds that are faster or greater than 74 miles per hour. Um, and Idai was one of the worst tropical storms to ever hit Africa and the southern hemisphere in total period. So I'm just to give you a scale of the magnitude of what has happened. Um, it formed off the eastern coast of Mozambique in, in early March and then hits the country's coast the first time before heading back out to the Mozambique channel. So it kind of went up of Mozambique and then came right back down. Um, kind of affecting a lot of areas. Um, it intensified, it weakened, and then it got stronger again before hitting Mozambique the second time on, on, on uh, in mid-March. So the winds reached up to 177 kilometers per hour. That's 106 miles per hour. Um, imagine how fast your car is going at 106 miles per hour. That's how fast the wind was moving. And then massive just downpour of rainbow, rainfall caused like dis dis disastrous flooding across the number of cities. The storm first struck Beira, and that's Mozambique's fourth largest city, and, a, and it's a port city that sits on the mouth of the river Pungwe. 
um it's geography because it's a low-lying city or it's a port city then it has a river running right through it makes it makes it really vulnerable to extreme weather um the world now is about 90 percent of that city is entirely destroyed and you know the fourth largest city in the country being uh, 90 percent destroyed is a big deal and that city took the brunt of the storm um it caused flooding knocked down buildings and gulf roads uh a large dam also burst and it uh, so it cost cut off the last road into the city itself um, the one major hospital in the city has also been damaged. Um, the airport, which was partially damaged by the storm, was temporarily shut, but it has since um, opened up. Um, one of the questions being asked now because of the scale of this uh, disaster is, you know, does this have anything to a uh, global warming, climate change? And the arguments based on reports from the inter Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change is, is actually, yes, um, because of uh, of you know of the heating and warming of the of the of the and climate change um on on the earth what's starting to happen now is that storms like this despite not necessarily with an increase um not not necessarily causing the storms but when they do happen it causes an increased frequency and increased intensity so what it means now is that um storms like this will continue to hit harder and harder and the intensity will increase if uh, we don't cause correct on uh global warming um so uh what's going on now there i guess um well at least just kind of describing what's what's happening um a gentleman named jimmy lesser he's an emergency operations manager for the red cross and the red crescent society he said that 90 percent of the area is completely destroyed um the scale of the devastation is enormous just to give you a sense of the area affected it's roughly about four times the size of New York City. I kind of did some math on the back end just to give you guys a, a, some scaling. Um, he said, the gentleman said on this on this on a statement on mon, um, the Monday about a month ago um, that communication lines have been completely cut, roads have been destroyed, um, a lot of affected communities are just unaccessible. So imagine people being trapped, um, you know, lots of folks drowning, you know, water just piling up to roofs and and whatnot. Um, a large, a large dam that bus cut off the last city into the road, and um, just, just aerial assessment of of uh, of the uh, valley west of the city barrier and across uh, along another river showed like entire villages wiped out. Um, so, so things are really, really, really uh, bad. They say the flooding could be as deep as six meters. That's roughly, um, that's roughly uh, eighteen feet. That's covering roofs covering palm trees and telephone poles just to give you a sense um, UNICEF estimates that almost 300,000 students were children rather were affected in Mozambique alone uh, many losing homes schools and, and access to hospitals um, so there's the storm you know like I said earlier wiped out roads bridges dams all the above um, the ST, United Nations estimates that the cyclone and subsequent flooding destroyed more than a billion dollars of infrastructure, more than a hundred thousand homes were damaged or destroyed, and it destroyed at least one million acres of crops, um, just to give you a sense of how bad um, how bad things are. Um, so far, the next question is what's, what's, what's going on? Um, the Air Force, Air Force personnel from Mozambique and South Africa are flying in doing rescue missions and distribution, distributing aid because the roads are out of action. Um, aid workers, however, stay in saying that you know they only have days of clean water left in many of these areas, um, poorer areas that that are made up of you know essentially shanty towns, 
uh, in Bira have been pretty much completely destroyed and, and, and are in serious straits because they didn't even have a lot of the existing uh, infrastructure in the first place. Um, so far, boats and helicopters have been the primary method of rescuing folks and, and distributing aid. Um, planes are flying in, like I said earlier. Um, pilots have been, have been flying even into the airports that are damaged by water and dark and no radio communication from the control tower, so taking a great risk in doing so. Um, the, 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 the World Food Program is saying that it's trying to help about 600,000 people in Mozambique. They're bringing in corn, beans, blankets, water, and other supplies. Um, the, 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 the agency's warehouse itself in Beira was badly damaged with some food survived, so they're using that as well. Um, the World Health Organization is also distributing emergency health kits and uh, just as a note, you guys are aware that um, you know, waterborne diseases like cholera have become a, certainly a massive risk during locations like this. So um, that is certainly also something being uh, worked on. That's something that's, that's also certainly being... Uh, the, the World Health Organization is delivering uh, cholera kits and trying to help people over there as well. Um, World Vision is also mounting, that's another organization that is also mounting a disaster response in Mozambique, Malawi and Zimbabwe. So um, just, just to just point out why, why this is important to emphasize that a lot of the kind of commentary on this uh, situation was that people either were ignoring it in, in totality or um, the world wasn't helping. But the truth is, I think it was just one of those uh, news stories going around because many organizations kind of jumped on it and are reacting uh, even despite the difficult situation uh, however i think it's important that we still emphasize how critical it is for us to support uh the the the, the efforts the relief of efforts to help people survive thousands of people are dead it could be it's 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 honestly um likely to the numbers are likely to continue to increase in terms of the number of people dead because thousands of people are still missing um so um the, the, the thing to be done next is to support them. I mean, you know, first of all, we ask for thoughts and prayers as always. Um, but, you know, let's, the words and the actions speak much louder than, than words. And you as our listener, we're asking you to help out and support. Um, there's always a lot of bad stuff going on that's, that needs support. But certainly, given the scale of this disaster, um, any of the aforementioned organizations you could donate to because they're actively working on the continent. Uh, World Vision particularly has always had a very active presence on on uh, disaster relief on the continent. So I certainly recommend um, sending funds to them. They have a link. Just type in World Vision uh, Cyclone EDI Relief Fund um, in Google and you should have, um, it should pop up with a link for you to support by giving money or, or even if you can make a call in to give your time if you're in the area and have the resources to help. Um, the Mercy Corps is also a fantastic uh, way to support as well. Um, they deliver clean water, self-shelter, a lot of many other things that are needed. Uh, many of the other organizations involved are there, but those are certainly the two that we'd recommend at, uh, at Port Save Africa. Um, so just to give you a sense of what's been going on on the continent, um, it's a massive disaster. Uh, I remember all, 3 million people affected, thousands potentially dead across three countries. Um, Mozambique specifically is really hardly hit because it's in many ways downstream from the other two countries. So the flooding in those rivers are pouring down into Mozambique and causing an ongoing issue for them. Uh, the existing infrastructure and dams and, 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 and roads, you know, naturally wouldn't expect such a massive 
catastrophic event to happen so a lot of that has been damaged the dam burst all of the above so just to give you guys a sense um of 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 what the 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 uh scale of the issue is now at this point in time so um we are really asking we've personally supported ourselves and we're asking you to join us in supporting um the relief efforts here and keeping your mind to it you can trust that us at Pulse africa will keep you abreast of all the ongoings and of everything happening with this uh, issue and this has been Akadea the really report save Africa um, we're looking forward to bringing many more episodes to you we've been recording interviewing folks and kind of doing all of the above um, we must apologize the last couple of weeks have been particularly hectic personally for me um, at Akadea and uh, we're working on you know making sure we get back to a regular clip of an episode every week I look I enjoy it thoroughly and I love putting out the content but sometimes life gives you lemons and making lemonade take some time so um we appreciate you we're still, certainly still here um we we appreciate having the opportunity to even put this information before you um we understand the place we serve for many people as a source of information beyond the american bubble and um we appreciate you listening and, and looking to us what we will continue to ask is for you to like us share give us a rating on itunes it really really means a world to us um, we're looking to expand too so we have a lot of exciting news um coming and um, we're trying to go even further we've been blessed to have a massive listenership off off you know off just the quality of the content content but we're certainly working on expanding our reach so follow us on instagram at port save africa send us uh send us a, a, a message hit us up if you want to come and interview if you have something interesting you'd like to talk about absolutely let us know and if you'd love to volunteer and work and help us out at port save africa with our research with our social media whatever the case may be you know let us know so um thank you so much once again for listening and truly appreciate your time and have a wonderful rest of your evening this has been i can't dare dearly again with port save africa have a great day